open your cerebral cortex and shift your lobes into upper beta phase because you are going to have Bitcoin knowledge transmitted directly into your vestibulocochlear. Your host at Bitcoin Knowledge is Trace Mayer, an early Bitcoin advocate since it cost a quarter, but this is not intended to be investment advice. A doctor of jurisprudence, but this is definitely not legal advice. And an investor in core cryptocurrency infrastructure, including Armory, BitPay, Kraken, and Mitagio, but this is not a recommendation of those services. Here, you get fed via direct mind download with pure and free Bitcoin knowledge. Welcome back to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast. We've got an excellent interview today with Joao Alameda, CTO and co-founder of OpenNode. This is a Lightning Network uh, implementation currently. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks. It's really nice to, to be here. And I hope we can have a nice talk. And, and we'd also like to thank our uh, Building on Bitcoin organizer for finding us a nice quiet room to conduct <laughs> the, uh, the interview in. So what brought you into Bitcoin originally? I'm fairly new to Bitcoin. I started doing Bitcoin last year, actually. I was doing my internship in New York. I had no more work to do at the office, and I started to research. And I, found, I, I heard about Bitcoin before, and then I started to dig into it. It came like came out of my curiosity and I was like, I need to get in, in, in this. And the way, the best way to get in, in, in something as a software engineer is join open source projects. And that's what I did. I, I joined Zap Wallet. I helped Jack Mahler's, uh, implemented, uh, the LND bridge, let's say. And that's how I got into Bitcoin and I'm still here. <laughs> well, wonderful. And watch out for Jack. He can eat a lot of crepes, by the way. <laughs> so with OpenNode.co, where you're the chief technology officer, what exactly are you guys currently building on uh, there? So right now, we are actually building infrastructure for businesses around the world that want to accept a new, a new asset, Bitcoin. Making it fairly simple is our goal. Uh, we strive on UX. Uh, it's our uh, one of our core values, and we basically want to spread the network. We want to make Bitcoin as a medium, a possible medium of an exchange by pushing lightning adoption. Yeah, so we're you know we've seen the first nine years, we've been in mainly the first network effect of speculation, but with Lightning Network, we're now moving into the second and the third network effects of merchants and consumers, and the scalability that's going to be required for that. Do we have any examples? Where we're currently using Lightning Network, like you did Pokatoshi, we've got Satoshi.place. Maybe you can talk about some of these examples and some of the challenges or bugs that have popped up in these areas. Yeah, so definitely, like this is a fairly new technology. So what we are doing are just experiments. There are still a lot of like in terms performance issues, and that's like what we are trying to catch with these proof of concepts, like get a better technology, report bugs, get feedback to the protocol teams. That's, and at the same time, test our infrastructure, give exposure. So that's why we built Poketoshi. And we feel like Lightning Network brings new uh, business opportunities in gaming, for instance, like paper play that lets to a one versus one, the, the winner takes it all. Like all these kind of micro payments allows for new business to come up. And gaming is definitely an, an industry that I think is going to change with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, just the speed of deposits or withdrawals and, and being able to do micropayments with that. A actually, we might need to take a step back. We've got Bitcoin, the, the core protocol, uh, which is layer one, and layer two is Lightning Network. 
Can you perhaps explain a little bit about how the Lightning Network actually works and works in conjunction with or on top of the Bitcoin network? Yeah, so a good example I would say is like Lightning, it's pretty much exchanging Bitcoin signed transactions, but not broadcasted. So let's say we have this idea called channels, payment channels, uh, where people where people connect from each other. It's a peer-to-peer network. And we have our balance. I have my balance, you have our balance. And we transact money uh, in that channel. Like every transaction basically is a new transaction signed by both parties, which is not broadcasted to the blockchain. So you don't need to put all information on the blockchain. That's what, that's what the two layers, the second layer is about. Like don't put information that it's not needed on the blockchain. Just put the settlement. So after we transact, we transact millions of times. If I want my funds back, I just uh, broadcast this kind of transaction and the funds go to each other. So basically, we have the security of the Bitcoin uh, blockchain. Yeah. So we've got with Bitcoin, we've got triple entry bookkeeping. We've got the debit, the credit, the transaction input, the transaction output, and then the confirmation in the blockchain. With the Lightning Network, with that confirmation, we've then used that as a base to then do a bunch of double entry bookkeeping. Exactly. So we have times where we do an on-chain transaction, which is when we open a channel. Or close a channel. Or close, or where we can say top up the channel. It's not ready yet, but it's what we call splicing. Uh You'll be able to like top up a channel. Like let's say my funds are all on your side. I cannot send you money anymore. So I can top up that channel with more Bitcoins, which is... Now, this is also kind of an interesting quirk with the Lightning Network is there might be an issue with a max amount that you can receive, right? And so that's not usually... That that doesn't really... It doesn't work that way in Bitcoin. You can you can always, with a public key, receive an you know up to 21 million Bitcoins, right? Yeah. But with Lightning Network, you have to... You have different ways that, that the money can flow because we're actually routing, right? Exactly. Because this is, this is an internet protocol and we're using onion routing mm-hmm. uh, in this. So, I, you know, I'm going to get back to that. I'm not through <laughs> with you yet. But like in terms of the UI and the UX, you talked about wanting to make the UI very, very good. How are you going to be able to handle that with things like max, uh, max of, uh, amount of uh, Satoshis that somebody can receive, for example? Makes sense. So has as a payment processor... I think the, the biggest challenge we're going to have is people withdrawing money through Lightning because that capacity is not on our... They don't have enough capacity to receive that money on the channels. But there are already some solutions out there. First, let me say, I think this is an early stage uh, problem because when the network gets a lot of liquidity, when people really use this like in a mainstream way, I think that's not going, that's not going to be a problem at all. Because the network is fulfilled with channels and money everywhere. It's not new. But t- today, like since the liquidity of the network is like 30 bit, 30 bitcoins, I think there are some solutions, uh, made by Alex, uh, which is called, uh, submarine swaps. And that's Alex Fosworth. Exactly. Right? So what you can do is basically I can send you an on-chain transaction and you pay me a lightning invoice, trustless. That's one of the things we are looking at as well. Yeah, his his presentation about those submarine swaps was was very interesting. Yeah, it's really uh, good, especially <laughs> when it comes to like cross blockchain atomic swaps through Lightning networks. Yeah, and these submarine swaps. Yeah, that's I mean, that's the thing. Lightning is not is is built on top of Bitcoin, 
but it could allow like transfer transfers of assets from other blockchain, let's say Litecoin or something like that. Yeah, well, because we activated SegWit in Litecoin first, exactly. then we implemented Lightning Network on top of it. So it acted as a nice test bed, you yep. know, ju just like we could do a stress test on Bcash <laughs> and, you know, start pumping out 32 megabyte blocks that are optimally malicious in terms of validation times yeah. and then see how the network performs under that type of a stress load and gather lots of useful data. And then if it's useful, then we can roll it into Bitcoin. Yeah. And we are in, even in Bitcoin, we already have some interesting tests. There was this group called BitPico, the hackers. Yeah. They attack Lightning Network, and that's a good. That that's nice because we found we we found problems that we didn't know about, and the developers made solutions for that. Yeah, so we saw this with Satoshi Place, for example, and Rusty and Roast Beef immediately, like as soon as the bug came up, like boom, they're on it, and they yeah. like figured out and like squashed it. Now, an interesting thing about Satoshi Place is that it's. First, it's just a complete joke. But second is that the daily active users is there are more daily active users there than there are on the top 10 Ethereum dApps combined. So when we're looking at actual use cases and actual deployment of tech and community around it and users and all of this, where are we at in terms of like adoption, even by the Bitcoin community of Lightning? I think people want to use their Bitcoins. So they want to experiment these technologies. And that's why we saw this huge peak of uh, tra transactions. The, there is like a need for it. I don't feel like in terms of development, Lightning Network is like ready for mainstream yet, which is why we are also doing things carefully. We don't want to rush. We want to make things on time. But yeah, high quality. Exactly. We prefer quality over speed, let's say. Yeah. If we can get both, perfect. But... We are dealing with money here, so security is like a top priority. And that's just the, that's why Bitcoin Core, for example, is just so conservative. Yeah. So we are basically doing, taking the same, uh, same path here. But yeah, like there is definitely a need, like Satoshi's place went viral. Uh, Lying spin, like there is more, almost more than one Bitcoin people wage more than one Bitcoin. It's crazy. Like the network has 30 Bitcoins, just one app. <laughs> like, and the, the users, like, I didn't do um, lightning spin, but the guys from our team as well is, is getting like 2K, 3K per day, people playing that. So, yeah, there is the people are interested on this. People want to try this out. So, yeah, I think I think at this time, we, I feel like we are still, people are still experimenting the technology. They are curious. But once some merchants, like, Fairly medium big names start really adopting like Lightning as a as a payment uh, option. I think that's where we're gonna see like more like huge adoption. But first, we need to take care. We need to focus on the tech. AMP especially is like atomic multipath payments, which basically allow us to take a payment through multiple routes at the same time. So we don't have the balance problem because now we can split our payment. I think that's gonna be a huge thing. And. Talking specifically about LND, uh, they are working with Neutrino, which is the light client. So once we get Neutrino on mainnet, like people will be able to use mobile phones with their node. So that's when you really can play with the technology. So I think when those two things are released, like safe tested, I think there we're going to see a huge adoption. That's great. You know, getting back to our onion routing question. What is onion routing and why is this an important thing to have included? So the use case on onion routing in Lightning is very interesting because so the Lightning Network is a peer-to-peer -peer protocol. 
So what Onion Route allows is, even though you are writing a payment, you only know who sent the first, the last hop of the payment. So where you receive the payment and the one you are sending, you don't know the first destination, the destination, and you know where where the payment started at. You don't know who's sending the money. You just know where it came from, the last node and the next node, and that's very important in terms of privacy. That's what Onion Routing gives you. Is like, you know, you just know where the money came from, the last node and the next node. You don't know where is where is the final destination. You don't know who's going to get paid. And you don't know who paid actually the invoice, and it, that's very important in terms of privacy. I think it like Lightning Network step up steps up the privacy on Bitcoin. It's really important that. Yeah, and this is this comes from Tor Onion, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. And so we've got entry nodes and exit nodes effectively, and then we've got all of these intermediate hops, and the intermediate hops. L and D. They can't. Um, oh, yeah, L and D. L implementation already supports a Tor uh, network, so it can run. Your node with L in Tor, so which is great. <laughs> Over a satellite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a brave new world, isn't it? I mean, yeah. It's, it's just crazy. It's to exciting think times. I think people ain't ready <laughs> for what's coming. <laughs> I keep saying this. People don't believe me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, we're really, we're building a new world here. Yeah. You know, talking about that, you're a smart guy. You can work hard. Like, you could really kind of choose to work on so many different things. Why have you chosen to work on this? Because I think, after all, what I want as a person goal is like, we, I want this technology to get adopted, people to know about this, to use this. And I think there was a, a, there was a missing piece here in the ecosystem, like that an option for people that don't, don't really know about Bitcoin to really use it in a in a fairly in a fairly easy way, in this case, accept Bitcoin offer. So that's why if you go on open node, the UX is like probably what stands out because that's exactly the point. We want to make everyone like, oh, it's easy to accept Bitcoin. It's easy to accept this new asset. And if you don't want to, to deal with the risk of this new new asset, it's okay. We're gonna have like the instant settlements in fiat, like lining, imagine lining tra- instant transactions meet instant fiat settlement, which is crazy. Like, if you don't want to be exposed, we understand it's your business, we, but you still accept this new class. People want to use their Bitcoins. Now, how is that going to work? Do you have third parties that you're integrating with? So we are actually partnering with Wire. They are very keen on lining, actually. So they are also exciting with this uh, partnership. Uh, they, are, they actually eat us uh, back, so it shows they are really interested in this, in this technology. And basically, what we are going to do is we're going to settle Bitcoin, and at the time you get a payment, if you choose on your settings, I want to get paid to exchange in fiat, we convert at the time of the rate the money in their fiat, like dollars, euros. Uh, we're going to have 25 countries, so. Wow. <laughs> like, we're, we're at US, US, EU. Yeah, EU, uh, UK, Mexico, Brazil, and perhaps China. Wow, which is huge. That could be that could just be huge. I mean, so so really, the whole nature of money and currency and how we exchange value worldwide is getting disrupted, and it's going to change big time. Yes, I believe so. And the way people get paid, the way business you pay uh, to business is going to change as well because lining microtransactions they are so cheap that 
they bring new opportunities. Like today, you cannot do 100 transactions like of 20 cents with a credit card because the transaction fees are higher than actually the price you are paying. With Lightning, you get... <laughs> You can do millions of transactions and pay no fees if you have a, a channel with that business, which is great. So maybe you can give give some you know hard examples. For example, Netflix or yeah, so, YouTube. Like, I mean, how's Lightning going to be able to interact with some of the other services that we have out there? Electricity bills, mm-hmm. etc. So I would say, imagine pay per view today. You you pay before the show and you pay the the flat fee and you watch the show. And with line, you could pay per minute. Like, if I'm not sh- watching the show anymore or this fight, whatever, why do I need to keep paying? So, just I think we're gonna. It's kind of. I, I like to call it like scaling because it's like you pay per per per, per action. If you get something in back, you are paying. Like uh, Netflix. Like I have people that watch thirty shows per month. If I I only watch two shows, why do I need to pay the same as the guy that uh, watched thirty shows? That doesn't make sense. But the this technology allows us to implement these new use cases. So if I watch two shows, I only pay for the two shows. I mean, there is so much stuff to, like so many new business, basically streaming money. That's it, streaming money. So, I mean, we've seen huge disruption come from unbundling as a general kind of principle. You know, the cable companies are having just massive exodus because people want to unbundle how they get all of the, the different content from the cable companies. And a lot of them have gone to Netflix or have gone to the Apple store. And now you're saying that we're going to have an unbundling where somebody doesn't get the entire season or even the entire episode, but they just pay for like 6.3 minutes of, of the show <laughs> or the movie or whatever. I would say at first, probably per per show or per episode, if it makes sense. Because people, this is an habit that people have and it's hard to change. There is a resistance. So I think at the beginning, things are not going to change like from one day to another. It's going to be like a slowly process, slow process. But yeah, like even paying electricity, like pay as you use. You know, it's, I think we are about to see an, a new way of pay, payments, like new it's streaming money. Like we we haven't we don't have uh, money streaming because it was expensive, but now we have Lightning, and with Lightning you can stream money actually. So I mean that makes sense to me. <laughs> so what can be built? You know, when we're looking at the stack, we got Bitcoin, we got Lightning, then we've got Satoshi Place that's like on top of Lightning, and then we've got APIs that are built into <laughs> Satoshi Place. So the, in case your picture is getting overwritten by someone else's picture. What are we going to see getting built on top of Lightning? I mean, what type of applications or smart contracts or things of this nature are coming down the pipeline? Is Uber at risk of disruption, for example? FedEx, UPS, when it comes to routing packages? I mean, hmm. how, how can this, this new network... I would say first, in my perspective, I think what we would see first is as a payment perspective. Just the fact that you could pay Uber with Lightning, imagine it's... Or imagine you pay on the go. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think about it. Today, you, you pay when you have, like, imagine you pay on the go, like, depending on the traffic condition, whatever. So I think the first use case will be payments as Bitcoin is used for auto and payments. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the gaming industry is going is gonna to take a lot of... I think it's gonna it's gonna be a nice area to look at with Lightning Network streaming, basically even porn. Like if you tip a cam girl at instant. I mean, today 
in, in campsites, you need to top up your account. They owe, they owe your money and then you tip. With Lightning, they don't have the custody. You just, if you want to tip now, you send from your own wallet that you control and you send the money right away. So they, they, don't, they don't hold your money. Your money is yours. And if you want to spend it now, you can actually spend it now with Lightning. It's instant. Right. Because when you open a channel, you're, you have to wait like three confirmations or yes. whatever, right? So, <clears throat> but, but if it's, if it's a recurring thing that you usually do, it makes sense to open a channel and then just use that a lot of times. I mean, it's a one time you wait, the three counts. After that, it's just tra- instant transactions. So a mental model, like a prepaid debit card or yes, prepaid I credit would, card. For yeah, example. I would say exactly. But the thing is, Today, we still talk about channels, like people opening channels, but uh, with autopilot coming on, which is like this backend technology that basically opens channels for you, people won't even notice on their wallets because it's going to be on the backend. You know, like how your Bitcoin wallet estimates the fees, like you don't really need to go on the mempool and see and put your fee. It just does it for you. Like channels will be the same. Like this technology in the backend will do all that for you. So... I mean, this is not, this is not a thing today, but I believe in the future, we're gonna, we're gonna get to that. Like, people don't even need to know what are channels because the wallet is doing everything on the backend. And that's, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's really, you know, we're going to be able to, in terms of the UI and the UX, we're going to be able to abstract it further and further away from the core technology and then make it easier and easier to use. Yeah. That's exactly, that was the goal with Zap. Like, Zap, as an easy interface, but you don't need to be a tech guy to understand Zap. So now with OpenNode, we want to bring the same to the business side. Like we don't, we don't, we don't need you to understand about Bitcoin. Like it's easy. Like you can just use accept Lightning payments as you accept credit card payments. So that's actually that's our main goal is like make this tech accessible for everyone, but accessible in terms of uh, interface UI simplicity. So, I mean, really, you think you can make it easier to use than like the wire transfer forms, uh, for, uh, like that are online or where you have to go in and wait in the bank for 30 <laughs> to 45 minutes or like you, you know, making it easier than having to call or set up a chat to get your card unlocked because they're, they're shifting the risk of the potential fraud off of them onto you and making you pay with your time instead of the money. I mean, like, really, you think you can be like competitive with <laughs> yeah, that? Exactly. It's crazy. Like, the fact that you hold your money and you can do, you can use your money where everyone, nobody, nobody holds your money. It's your money. It's, it's fascinating. That's why I love Bitcoin. You know, as we close out the interview, what's your, your sense of the future when it comes to all of this stuff? Like, are you, are you think we got a very bright future ahead in terms of all of this innovation? You know, yeah. and, and, and uh, any other final thoughts that you might want to part with? Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like this is just a starting. It's very exciting. I think as soon as we have the infrastructure ready, uh, on a Lightning network, like really, let's say production ready for mainstream, I think people that don't jump in, they won't catch up then later. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy because it makes sense. It's, it's the future. Well, thanks so much uh, for being with us. This has been Zhao Alameda, CTO and co-founder of OpenNode. Uh, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Be sure to get a copy of the free Bitcoin guide at freebitcoinguide.com. 
got a question or suggestion? Record your voice at Bitcoin.kn. Don't be shy. To help the show, share Bitcoin.kn with friends, post about it on Reddit, and otherwise, spam the interwebs. Your iTunes comments and five-star reviews are very important to us. Please continue tuning in to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast, where we release interviews with the top people in the Bitcoin world. Now take some choline and let that Bitcoin knowledge consolidate.